The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to episode three of Growing Business and Community with the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. We've made it to episode three of our podcast, and this time I have a microphone to hold. So we're here in an actual brick and mortar store in the village of Lewiston, our first time on location, and we're here with our chairman of the board, Matt Villeneuve. Our board is run by volunteers, and we're lucky to have Matt volunteer into this position. In August of last year, he served in a few different roles on our executive board committee, and now as chairman, he's helped us lead the chamber into a new direction, helping us create a new strategic plan and really carry out the goals of the chamber. He's also a small business owner with the store Trey Carre here on Center Street, as well as the owner of Lewiston Digital. He helps us with all of our technical needs from our copy machine to our IT needs, our phone system, you name it, he's in our office. He's volunteered a lot of times with the chamber and we are really grateful to have him as a um, just kind of the guy that we need to call pretty much every day. Your wife probably is sick of our texts, don't you think? Our emails. Uh, Sarah's a great sport. I can so I'm going to turn the microphone over to Matt. He's going to talk a little bit about his role as chairman and how he's helped navigate the chamber to a new direction, including our new name as Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. Sure. Um, yeah, it's been an ex- I've, so I started as chair almost a year ago now. Um, and, uh, you know, prior to taking on this role, um, I think my crowning achievements for, with the chamber were two things. Like one, uh, we brought beer to the Harvest Festival. That's right, yeah. And uh, two, uh, we introduced a smell-eating competition at one point. True. And um, it was hard to top those, but I think I think this year we did it. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with what our board has been able to do this year with the Chamber. Um, obviously, the most visible thing uh, was a name change and rebrand. Um, and the whole time, though, you know, I, I kind of had this mantra in my head, like this – you know, by the end of the year, I hope this is the least interesting thing we do mm-hmm. because, um, you know, a rebrand and changing a name is one thing, but what did we actually do? Um, and I'm really happy uh, where we are about halfway through the year this year thinking about um, how it started. And how it started, honestly, was just listening to members, um, listening to stakeholders in the community, listening to board members, and uh, coming up with a plan to kind of transform the chamber to to uh, address the actual needs people have expressed, um, you know, and that that comes in a few different forms. One of those forms is a tiered membership, um, and not taking a one size fits all approach to to being a member of the chamber. Um, and and you know, halfway in, I think in this first year, um, that's that's been a success. Um, and uh, we've, we've forged a lot of new relationships. Um, as a result, we have a lot of new programming and events that kind of cater uh, to different people who just have different needs. Um, another interesting thing that we've embarked on, which is kind of a passion of mine, is just more marketing of our region. Um, 
being a, a retail uh, owner, um, I can tell you that uh, businesses like, like mine um, depend on people walking past the store and then hopefully coming in, right? Um, we are a small community, which is great. We love the fact that we live in a small community, um, but small communities don't have a lot of shoppers. So <laughs> we kind of rely on uh, folks coming from other places to enjoy Lewiston and then hopefully coming in our stores and um, you know visiting our businesses. Uh, but yeah, so a, a lot of good things are happening with the chamber. Um, you know, you you set lofty goals, and I think. Um, you kind of stand there shocked when you're actually getting the stuff done <laughs> because right. because uh, saying you want to do things is, is one thing. Actually um, getting there is, is another. Um, today is actually a really good example. Um, we've been saying we wanted to do a legislative lunch. We've been saying we wanted to uh, engage our elected leaders more and um, advocate for our members with you know, issues as that pertain to the economy, and, um, and today's the day, mm -hmm. right? So we're doing our first first legislative lunch today, which is just a, a, a new program for us, and we're super excited about it. Uh, we have a lot of people registered, and it should be a great success. So, um, I think we are looking great, too. I think at the beginning of the year, uh, actually, this has started last year with our rebrand, um, and talking about a new name, which has been actually years in the making. It, it's not like it just came about. It's just, it's taken some time to develop. But I think at the beginning of the year when we were really in the nitty gritty of this process, including our strategic plan, you know, we, the staff was a little scared to say the least because of all of these new things we were looking to do, but we wanted to elevate the chamber. And I think one of the great things is our new membership tiers have given, has given us a new direction and it's really helped engage um, those higher tier levels who are more involved, meaning they have more um, aspirational outlook for our chamber and for the region, and really picking their brain as to what we can do to, to help them, what we can do to move this economy forward. And they've really helped us strengthen our goals to, to get there. We've done a lot, so not only the legislative lunch coming up later this afternoon, but we were able to convene our stakeholders together just in a casual way, a stakeholder dinner. That was something new that we also did. So I think these new things that we are rolling out throughout the year um, is just going to make us stronger. And we really haven't given our membership an opportunity to really see our membership tiers first. We've been hard at work really adopting these early adopter businesses and organizations to come on board at these tier levels and join us in really exploring what we can do as a chamber. This year, I think, is a transitional year in us trying these new things, making them happen. And having these early adopters in our new membership tier with the help of the board is really going to set a, uh, the course for next year. It's much more than just adding beer to a festival and smell, although a smell eating contest, although this year, people asked where that smell eating contest went. We didn't do it this year. Yeah, it was a great idea. It definitely was. So tell us a little bit more about our board and the makeup of the board. We actually have an opportunity for some board seats being open this this for next year, and the process starts in July, uh, which is right here. We're, we're in July now. So I think that um, a lot of people are a little 
unsure about what a board of directors is and, and what their commitment would be for our board. So if you can just tell a little bit about the makeup of our board and how you got involved and how it's benefited you as a person. I know his benef benefit has been working with Suzanne, Susie, and myself, of course, but um, you know we have a great board and Matt, Matt leads them. Um, yeah, so how'd I get started? Uh, man, that was like eight or nine years ago, I think, at this point. Um, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to find a way to be active in the community that, that didn't involve getting into politics mm -hmm. or, or elected office. And well, little did you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, it's just not for me and, and, and kind of my age, where I am in my life, where I am in my career, you know, this is kind of the path that, that made sense for me. Um, in terms of just getting the work on issues that, that I felt were important as a local business owner. Um, you know, our board has, has changed a lot, I think, even in the last, last year. Um, some of our new board members come from uh, pretty interesting places. Um, and, uh, you know, they bring different talents. You know, we, we, we try to, to keep a nice balance of uh, small business owners, um, to nonprofit, um, you know, people who are involved in nonprofits, and then you know, people who are involved in, in, in larger organizations. Um, it's also interesting to to kind of have people who work in a more regional way. Um, you know, one person I'll cite that was new this this past year is Matt DiCamillo mm -hmm. from from DiCamillo Bakery, and uh, you know, he he's a, a an asset to our board because they have locations in communities, you know, across Western New York, um, which gives us an added perspective, you know, when, when looking at issues, you know, sometimes it's easy to get stuck in the little Lewiston bubble. Um, it's nice to be able to, to have, you know, some fresh perspective. So, yeah, but, you know, the calendar, calendar year flies by and we'll be looking for members, uh, or board of directors, uh, uh, you know, soon. So, um, by all means, we will be trying to recruit people. Mm -hmm, definitely. <laughs> I think one of the aspects of our board you just mentioned is very interesting. We, we now have somebody who has a, a larger scope of business and economic outlook. And actually at our last board meeting, we did get into a really great discussion regarding the economy and how inflation is happening and how it's affecting spending. And we had some really great insight from, from Matt DiCamillo actually um, regarding how that's not just here, not just in our microcosm of the communities we represent, but on a state level, national level, and it's not going away. So it, the nice thing is our board really took some time to talk that through and see what we can do to help our small businesses and, and really have a different approach to what the economic climate is for our members. And I think that's something great because our, our board is comprised of a lot of small business owners, a lot of, um, some of them come from a corporate background or, or work in a corporate position. Some of them represent nonprofits as well. And it's nice that our board has a mix of those backgrounds to be able to bring to the table to have these meaningful discussions. Um, one of the things as a small business owner that, that you deal with is the changing, um, just the changing 
way people spend their money. And we've noticed that definitely got, we've gotten through COVID, which is one huge hurdle, but now we're feeling the after effects of COVID and how spending happens. Can you tell us a little bit about being a small business here on Center Street? I mean, obviously you have two businesses that you're navigating, a, a, a digital business that is do, doing a lot of marketing and IT things and, and some great things that way. But then also this business as Trey Correa is navigating a different type of customer. Can you tell us how it is to be a, a, a Center Street, could be any street in, in, in Western New York, Main Street, Center Street, but a, a, a street in a, a business in a business district and how that's affecting, you know, what you've, you see with your changes with that? Yeah, so, you know, I, I've been doing this now long enough to have seen like a shift for sure in, in the way people are spending their money. Um, and, and honestly, not spending their money, right? So um, people are making decisions in, in the current economic situation based on um, a variety of factors. Uh, but, you know, a, a boutique like mine, a specialty shop, you know, we, we have our customers, our regular customers, and of course we have people visiting the community that stop in and, and like the shop. Um, but the things I sell, you know, I compete with, you know, going to the tops or wherever and and buying a, a big pack of Irish Spring. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you can buy 12 bars of Irish Spring for the cost of one bar uh, of my that's soap. That's true, but so, should you? Should you buy Irish Spring? You right. shouldn't, because it's <laughs> technically not even soap. But, um, I, you know, but that's what we're up against. You know, when people are making decisions, I like to think of my store, I put it out there as, as we sell simple luxuries, right? Um, and um, simple luxuries are what people kind of take off their list, you know, when they're prioritizing in terms of spending money. So um, as a business owner, you know, you, you can't sit idle and, and just just watch people change their patterns. You got to change up your product offerings, maybe offer more uh, discounts or creative ways to, um, you know, off whatever, whether it's quantity discounts mm -hmm. or bundles or things like that. Um, you just have to respond to the, the changing landscape. Um, but, you know, I said it earlier, what's more important than anything for business owners is feet on the street. Yeah. You know, getting people walking by our businesses. Um, you know, many of our businesses in Lewiston are also online who, who have, you know, brick and mortar stores. And that does help a lot. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's um, there's no reason why I can only sell to people walking by my store, right? So um, we do online sales as well. Um, we have a soap of the month program where we ship you soap every month. So um, you know, there's different things like that. I know other business owners have been very successful online as well. Um, but the reality is, it's about just getting people in front of your store. Right. It's the most important thing. Um, and then everything else is just kind of presents itself as, as, you know, those, those people get in your store. Um, but it, 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 we, I've noticed in talking to other business owners, kind of feel the same thing. Um, people are just a little more careful with how they spend their money. Um, one thing that has been nice for our region uh, is the Canadian customers coming mm -hmm. back over. Um, and they are excited to be here, and we're excited to have them. So <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's, an, it's a nice thing. Um, and that kind of, like, bi-national, uh, 
economy, it's just super important for small businesses here. Um, they have Walmart over there, right? But what they <laughs> don't have is my store and, right. and other stores. So um, as Americans, of course, we like going over to Niagara and the Lake and checking out their, their spots. And, and, you know, the feeling's mutual. They like coming to places like Lewiston and seeing things that are a little different. Yeah, I think I think that is also one thing that our board realized is that we have to step up our marketing game as a chamber as a whole. Where in the past we really didn't do a lot of strategic marketing. We we may have did some advertising around events, maybe a few generic posts to try to get some membership. But this year we took an approach to really change the marketing strategy of a more um, tourist focus. This area is completely a tourist industry, and a lot of the communities represent have these attractions and business districts and need a little bit more help. And that's something that the board decided was important, made sure that we had some extra funds in our budget to support that. And while we may not see immediate results right now, we have a strategic plan to really make our marketing efforts work and align ourselves with our partners as well. We work with Destination Niagara Falls USA, the, the tourism marketing organization for our county. We work with the Niagara Falls National Heritage Area who brings the Discover Niagara shuttle to our areas. We also work with the Niagara County Economic Development Center. There's a lot of different areas that we work with to make these things happen, but I think this year is more on an elevated level and we're excited about what's to come from that you know it's going to take some time our tour season actually has just begun school just let, let out last week and we are already noticing an increase in people coming but you're right it's getting getting the money from them and our Canadian partners are very important we've definitely made sure that um, now that the border is is much more accessible after COVID and restrictions that we're getting those people here on our streets but I think the marketing aspect is an exciting one for us because there's so much in this area to to market and and every day I think there's something else for us to do our chamber's been great about marketing around our events but you know, being able to do things the entire year and have a plan is really important. That's something that Matt's helped us with his strategy and looking especially with social media and where we can put ourselves online. He definitely has an expertise in that and something we'll be working on as the year progresses. Can you tell us a little bit more about our strategy going forward for the marketing part? Because Matt's really been a driver behind that. Sure. Um, you know, I the way we really started looking at the marketing um, was was simple, you know, just read our mission. Um, I, I, I noted, I think, um, back in August that, you know, the word promote is in our mission twice. Right. Um, I, and I think we should budget accordingly. Um, and um, our, the board of directors shared, shared that vision. Um, and realized that we, we, we simply were not funding something that is critical to mm -hmm. our mission. Um, and, and kind of the listening tour we did, we did um, several surveys for different reasons, the rebranding and then our strategic planning. We, we surveyed our members and stakeholders and elected officials. And marketing was up there, um, promoting the region. And, and it's for the, region, the reason uh, I mentioned. Um, Feet on sidewalks helps businesses, whether you're a restaurant, whether you're a, a boutique or, or whatever, or even a service. Um, you know, we have people who do all kinds of different things mm -hmm. on, on Center Street here and, and 
um, in Youngstown and in all the other places. So, um, how do we get those those people here? So we we really took a holistic approach, um, you know. And uh, the easiest thing was to do the more traditional marketing initiatives, um, um, and you know things like advertising um, our region in the visitor guide, which mm -hmm. you know is is the big piece for Niagara Falls, USA. Um, everybody gets one, basically, <laughs> who shows up here. And uh, and it, it, you know, makes people aware of these small communities just a 10-minute drive to the north. Um, and it offers something uh, different than um, the traditional Niagara Falls experience, which um, you should definitely do, the state parks and the Maid of the Mist and all of it. Um, but there is more here. And, and we share the, the goal of, of Niagara Falls USA in extending stays um, and, and boosting our economy. Um, from a marketing perspective though, you know, we need uh, content, you know, that is so the board budgeted for content acquisition this year that we'll be able to use for the next several years, um, pictures, videos, uh, all kinds of content that we can use in digital ads, print ads, you know, mm -hmm. the, the whole thing. Um, we'll be starting some very targeted digital ads, um, geofenced ads, uh, targeting people that are visiting the Niagara Falls area, so hopefully we can get them to, they're already here, they're only 10 minutes away, so yeah. let's tell them about Lewiston and, and get them, and, and Youngstown, and uh, get them down here. Um, but also, you know, looking at the radius, our region is worth driving to. Yeah. You know, we all visit other small communities, um, spend a weekend there, spend a day there, um, and we want, we want Lewiston to be that type of community that you want to go visit as well. Um, and it's a great place. We have a lot here. Um, we just have to tell the story. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a start this year. Um, I'm really interested to see, you, you know, what conclusions we can come to after measuring the results of some of these efforts. Um, but, you know, it's a start. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think we've transformed the way, you know, our organization is going to invest in this particular, you know, area of, of what we do. Um, you know, it just benefits such a such a large cross-section of our members. Um, and the, the other thing to remember too is, you know, we're, we're not just Lewiston and Youngstown and Sanborn and Ransomville and, and kind of Northern Niagara County. We have a lot of members in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, so it's really just a, a complete full circle type of thing, you know, whether people are going from Lewiston to Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls to Lewiston, um, they just gotta think regionally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and Niagara County has a lot. Um, so, you know, hopefully we start telling these stories more. Um, people see some just really attractive content um, that, that paints our, our village in a, a nice light. Yeah. All right, but now we're here, since we're here in the store, since we're here in Trey Cray, why don't you tell us a little bit 
of how you came up with the name because it's it's taken me a couple times to get the the name right when it when you first open and uh, now it it flows out of my mouth it's easy to say easy to remember and actually it's been a really great way to tell people about the store with the name so tell us a little bit about how you came up with the name and then take us on a little tour around the store what you have and what you have to offer new things coming in sure um yeah, around the time we were thinking about doing this, it was really like me and my daughter Mariska who came up with this idea. Like, you know, it started as just an online thing and she was going to learn about business and, um, you know, now we have a store, right? So, um, but at the time I was doing some genealogy type stuff and, um, you know, I traced my family back to the 1600s and in France and, and the first individual that came to North America from France and my, my family in the 1600s, his name was Mathurine Villeneuve. Um, you know, and he was a young, he was a teenager, and essentially if you, if you served for three years uh, for the, the, the French military to defend New France uh, against the attack, they, they would give you uh, land. Um, and uh, the neighborhood where they were giving uh, those soldiers land was called Trey Carré. So uh, it's kind of cool, we got to visit that neighborhood, and we visited um, his old, his house, his second house is still standing, actually. So, um, so it was kind of an easy one for me. Uh, so we just got the name from that. Um, but yeah, like we started online, and we're just doing some kind of vendor market type stuff for a while, um, and we kind of hung it up for a little bit because um, you know children lose interest really quickly. <laughs> I think so. Like, well, I'm not going to sell soap on my own. So. Um, but then, you know, we just had an opportunity later on, a, a great location uh, came up in Lewiston and, uh, you know, right on Center Street, right next to the Frontier House, couldn't it be better? Um, so I just kind of split the space in half, it's half office space, half retail up front, and um, it's been great, you know, it's been a kind of a family business, and um, it's products that we're, we're all kind of passionate about, you know, I, I've always liked scents, um, so, um, you know, our soaps, candles, aromatherapy products, essential oils, uh, skin care. So, you know, we have kind of a wide variety now um, of everything. So uh, one of the things that's kind of popular here is our soap bar. Uh, so people, uh, environmental, you know, awareness is, is kind of important to us. So people come in instead of like getting the plastic dispose you know and just throwing out plastic stuff from um, uh, bath and body or whatever they, they bring their containers in and just refill with our natural organic soaps um, so it just reduces waste and um, it's also chemical free nice soap so um, so yeah and we just kind of keep changing we, we like to support a lot of small makers um, you know a lot of local makers you know so we meet people out at markets and things like that. Um, and then if the products are good, we just hopefully can carry their stuff in the store and, um, you know, just be another outlet for other local small businesses. Yeah, it's, it's actually great because I noticed one of our Harvest and Hops the festival with the beer, the Lewiston Harvest and Hops. One of our vendors, uh, Nickel City Alchemy, has their product here. So it's nice to be able to see some of our, our vendors that we have at some of our festivals and events, and you actually carry their product here. Tell us a little bit about how you make those relationships happen. 
Um, well, like I said, a lot of it comes from, uh, there's two main ways. One, I'll see them at different markets selling their stuff. Um, in their case, uh, one of my customers came in and was like, are you familiar with Nickel City Alchemy? I'm like, no. Um, like, well, you got to check it out. So, you know, I go online and check it out. And then, you know, um, I, I would say about half of, of the new makers that are local that I find probably come from customers. Like, I wish I could get that here because right. they're getting other stuff here and they want, like, a one-stop shop, which I'm happy to be. Um, so, yeah, we make those connections and, uh, you know, we try to, try to use as much local as possible. Um, most of my... Um, like Trey Caray branded hand, you know, handmade soaps. They're made right in Syracuse by a, a great soap maker, uh, Kingsley Street. Um, people always ask me, like, do you make all this stuff? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I don't have time for that. Um, the chamber keeps me too busy. Right. But, um, yeah, we have, you know, just, just a wide variety of, of makers um, and different types of projects. We, we're really curators. You know, we test and... Um, just try to find products that are interesting. We don't like a lot of duplication. So if you see different bars of soap from different people, there's probably a reason for that. You know, there's probably something special about certain lines, you know. Um, dermatology is an important piece of what we do here. Some people have sensitive skin or different skin issues. And so we try to have products that, that cater to different types of skin types and, and things like that. Um, and then there's some people who just want to come in and they want the um, the Bill's Mafia soap, mm -hmm. so, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you know, and the same with candles, you know, um, different candle brands, um, ranging from, you know, very inexpensive, uh, our own candle company candles, all the way up to our more expensive higher-end candles like Ranger Station, um, and everything in between, so we try to cater to a pretty wide customer base who have you know, different different interests um, in, in different things that are important to them. Well, first of all, thank you, Sarah, his wife, for lending him to us because we do keep him very busy. So how he has the time to be able to volunteer for us and run two businesses as well as volunteer for some other organizations is beyond me. So we are grateful for all the work that you do for the Chamber. And I'm going to give the microphone back over to you. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you for joining us with Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce for our growing business um, and community for our, our new podcast. Matt, why don't you take us out and let everybody know where they can come to visit, um, where you, what your address is, and where they can shop online as well. Sure. Um, so I am located at 480 Center Street, um, right to the uh, right next to the little yellow house in, in the Frontier House, um, and online it's treycaray.com. Good luck. Why don't you spell it? T-R-A-I-T dash C-A-R-R-E dot com. Um, yeah, you don't have to worry about the little accent on the E. Uh, you know, Google doesn't care. Yeah. So, I think there's an actual word for that. There is. I don't know it, and I even I have to Google how to do that on my keyboard. <laughs> Almost every time yeah. that I type it. So, um, but, you know, it's not France here. That's so, right. uh, okay. it's still unusual for me. So, all right. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time for another episode of Growing Business and Community.